So today we are doing <coughs> Srimad Bhagavatam 11th Canto Part 1. This is uh, Chapter 2. Uh, yesterday we did a small story about the curse, how it came about in the Yadu dynasty. And we also did the uh, philosophical idea about what is the meaning of this curse, how does it happen, and what is it that happens when a curse is, you know, somebody curses you. So today we are going to do um, the next chapter, which is chapter 2 Maharaj Nimi meets nine yogendras so these are small small stories interspersed in between so we will still come to the major story much later so now let us see these small stories <coughs> so this is chapter 2 maharaj nimi meets the nine yogendras sri sukhdev goswami said eager to engage in the worship of lord krishna o best of the kurus narad muni stayed for some time in dwarka which was always protected by the arms of Govinda. My dear king, in the material world, the conditioned souls are confronted by death at every step. Therefore, who amongst the conditioned souls would not render service to the lotus feet of Lord Mukunda, who is worshipable even for the greatest of liberated souls? In this particular verse, he is talking about death is inevitable for anybody who is born. Except for the 10 special people out there who are deathless. One of them is my Gurudev, that is Dattatre. One of them is uh, Hanumanji, that is Maruti. So there are these 10 people out there who are limitless as far as their life is concerned. But everybody in this world, anybody who is born, has come from a womb or come from you know those three kinds of births that are there that person that individual that thing whatever has to come to an end so finishing it off and everybody you may say you know ki i am an atheist i don't believe in god but no it is not like that the idea that you are a portion of the purusha and the prakriti which clearly defines that god is existing in you even if you deny it See, we, we love to deny certain things even if they exist, isn't it? So, Krishna is not saying that, you know, there is something different in them. So, he is just saying that the Lord resides in everything. Everything is a portion of it. The reason why we don't see it, very simply, is because of our ignorance. And ignorance, like I said, we can describe it in the form of a, you know, the Schrodinger's cat the equation which we were discussing about some time back and today we can just say that you know that there is a room and we don't know whether the light is on or not on now let us say now you have wrapped the entire bulb in layers and layers and layers and layers of black color paper and you don't know whether the light is on or not on till you peel the last layer correct it's only then you will understand that the light is on or not on. So the soul, the, the, the particular concept about the soul, supposedly the concept about the soul is the Lord exists in everybody but we don't have any idea because we are always covered by means of ignorance which is called avidya maya. Avidya means ignorance. 
vidya maya means knowledge knowledge now what are these two things now let us say you have heard about this person called pichai sundar pichai huh? or satya nadella now these are great indians who are very big people in very big companies i would like to ask you do you think they happened to be there just because somebody promoted them for the heck of it or what is the one thing which makes them go to that position and that one thing which makes them go to that position is called knowledge it is only with knowledge that a person can reach there you will agree with me the reason is simply this that a person's now when i asked the same question the answer was oh hard work pays when person says hard work pays you need to understand the laborer in the field or the person who is working in the markets and various other places is really working very hard and do you think he is getting paid for it no he is getting peanuts for it so hard work pays is not the answer you can say luck you know my father was a minister so i also became a minister but how many days can you last like that not much one of the greatest stories is of edsel e d s e l now edsel ford 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 motors you know was one of the greatest uh, i mean ford i'm sure henry ford you have heard of now he wanted to promote his son to the position of the top boss of ford motors and he created massive enterprise for him and edsel was one of the biggest failures of ford motors and he was not able to do anything so you can you cannot say that luck plays a very important role again if you keep on going about different 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 things you will find that some amount somewhere may be responsible right but what is the most important thing which makes you go towards that direction is called knowledge and the idea no k n o w l e d g e knowledge and the moment you say i know means it translates into that i have knowledge about it and it is knowledge that these people have about running such massive enterprises huh there are companies which are so huge you cannot even imagine they have the knowledge and the knowledge has come in a trickle it has not come suddenly it is not like as if you have put one hard drive and something inside the body and yes ping next moment the person is up with the knowledge it doesn't work like that you do not have a hard drive inside of you i'm sorry so don't even think like you know i will i will stick a hard drive instead of me and then okay fine i am full of knowledge nothing like that knowledge comes very slowly and you need to have the intellect to have it now in the material world i have explained how people like satya nadella and all become great because of knowledge and whatever experience they might have got so many other things are there also luck is also a part of it but main is knowledge in the spiritual domain also let me tell you something it is the knowledge which you have to imbibe 
which will remove this veil of ignorance. I told you the light is inside, it is covered by black black layers. Hmm? These layers have to be removed, then you can see the God within. The God within is only visible, that means you can only understand and see the God within once you become knowledgeable. Till you do not have the knowledge, you will not understand. Then we give another example. You know, Radha one day, she came home and she is searching for something. Then she went to different different places. She is searching over there also. Then she went and asked some of the people. So, while one of while she was going near the river, she asked the person, I mean one of the gopikas over there, did you see my gagariya? The pot which I carry water in. So the lady looks at her and tells her, what are you talking? It is right there. You are carrying it with you all the time. And you are asking me where it is. So in Marathi we say this, you know, very important. Khaket kalsa gawala walsa. Khak means, you know, in your arm over here, kals, kals means, you know, those matka that you get. It's over here and you made yourself, you go round, right round the village. This is exactly how we are. God is inside of us and we are seeking him all over the village. That means all over the place. So knowing God within you is extremely important. You can only know God if you have knowledge. So why is it that Radha didn't know that the that thing was there? The reason is because knowledge. You need to have the knowledge that it exists over there. So this first knowledge is, is you need to know that there is God within. And this is what he says, the liberated souls. You need to have the understanding and the knowledge. Okay. What is this word when they say self-realization? You have heard, you know, they, oh, Ramana Maharishi is self-realized, Ramakrishna Paramansa is self-realized. Break down the word. You will see the word says self-realization. Self, you, yourself, the God inside of you. That's it. Realization. I know. I realize he is there. I understand he is there. Knowing the God within is all that you need to do. That is called self-realization. I mean, don't keep on thinking, you know, self-realization means, oh, I have to do this, I have to... All those things understood. Realize the God within and you are self-realized. Okay? That means what? And then, can you see the God in everybody? That's a very difficult task. You know, to the greatest enemy of yours, you will never be able to see God in that person. Let me tell you this much. And that is where the difficulty lies. Now, we are going to the story. One day the sage sage among the demigods, Narada, came to the house of Vasudev. After worshipping Narada with suitable paraphernalia, seating himself comfortably and respectfully bowing down to him, Vasudev spoke as follows. Sri Vasudev said, My Lord, your visit like that of a father to his children is for the benefit of all living beings. You especially help the most wretched among them as well as those who are advanced in the path towards Supreme Supreme Lord, Uttam Shloka. So, Narada is an entity who has been given the permission to roam all the three worlds. The three worlds is the godly domains, the earthly domain and the demonic realms. All three he is allowed to go all over the place. He has got passport for everything. And our Indian passport doesn't allow more than 58 countries. You know. 
and that is the reason why I can't go to US because of this reason. I am sure you understand that. <laughs> Persona non grata. But think about it like this. Narada had passport and visa stamped for every country. And he could go everywhere. The same cannot be said of, you know, even his father, by the way. <laughs> Brahmaji is not allowed to enter other domains. So think. So Narada who could go everywhere. And whenever he comes to you, whenever he comes to the domain of Dwaraka, I have explained to you before, but let me give you another explanation. Dwarka, Mathura are two places. First, Krishna liberates Mathura. He goes over there and he destroys Kamsa. Liberates Mathura. Thereafter, he has to shift his residence to this island in the ocean called Dwarka. In Dwarka, the whole story of Krishna is evolved. So all his marriages, his entire the entire thing happening over here. Now we are sitting in Dwarka and Narada is coming over there. Narada is the person who has got the passport and the visa stamp for every domain. You should remember this. He is the only person. Sri Vasudev said, My Lord, your visit like that of a father. That means he is telling Narada, I am so happy that you have come over here. You see, when you come, it is a very great thing. Alright. Now, I shall explain once the chapter is over what this means. But just now, let it continue. The activities of demigods leads to both misery and happiness for living beings. But the activities of great saints like you, who have accepted the infallible Lord as their very soul, result only in the happiness of all beings. Now, this is a very important thing. You know, in our life, we have been always told, Shani Dev ko puja karo. You know, all those kind of gods. Navagraha, go pray to Navagraha. Go pray to this god. Go pray to that god. Just now in this line, we read something very strange. It says, the activities of the demigods leads to misery and happiness for all living beings. The moment you pray to one god, the other god gets angry. Bala, usko khane ko dete ho, humko nahi dete ho. Can you understand that? Huh? Look at it from this point of view. When you have a lot of money, that means you are praying to Lakshmi. Lakshmi ji, please give me money, please give me wealth, please give me happiness. Pacha, kacha, ye, wo, sab kuch, Lakshmi ji ke paas jaake poochte. You know how many Lakshmis are there? There are too many of them. Right? Ashta Lakshmi we call them. Right? So every Lakshmi has got something or the other to give. Dhan Lakshmi, Dhanya Lakshmi, Santana Lakshmi. So many Lakshmis are there, isn't it? So you want a child, you go and ask Lakshmi ji. Lakshmi ji, I need, I need a baby. Please give me. And Lakshmi says, okay, Tathastu. Now think about it. If Lakshmi ji is going to give you that, her counterpart is called A Lakshmi. By the way, A Lakshmi is always behind her. A Lakshmi says, look at this person. Look at Lakshmi. She is taking this one, you know, one of my supporters. Donald Trump supporter is going towards Hillary Clinton. How is that possible? You understand this? BJP ke admi Congress hai ke paas gaya, Congress hai ke admi BJP ke paas gaya. Of course, the other party is going to be an aggrieved party. You are leaving that particular party. So, A Lakshmi means 
no money, no children, nothing, nothing, nothing. So you have a Lakshmi on one side and Lakshmi on the other side and they are counterparts. They are literally at loggerheads with each other. So, a Lakshmi feels bad about it. You should know this. Similarly, Saraswati. Now let us say you get the boon of Saraswati. Saraswati says, you know, my God, you are going to be the greatest dancer on planet Earth. You will shake the whole world, you know, by your dancing. And behind her is ignorance. Lakshmi's counterpart is called ignorance. Okay? Sunny they all cannot dance. Huh? Like John Abraham. You know John Abraham, how he dances? Imagine, you know, on one side you have John Abraham and on the other side you have a great dancer. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know the dancers. Maybe Hima Malini. I don't know the other dancers. Vachanti Mala. But think about it like that. Or you have on one side somebody who can sing so beautifully. And on the other side you have people who can't sing for nuts. So that is ignorance. And here, okay, have you heard this person? Born in the USA. You have heard this person? Do you see how he sings? Born in the USA. Born in the USA. Born in the USA. Born in the USA. Ne gale mein kharash hai. You understand? Gale mein kharash. <coughs> Vicks vapor up. Vicks igolilo. Well, here the problem is this. On one side, you get the blessing of Saraswati and you sing very nicely, you dance very nicely, you have knowledge. So, on the other side, there is this goddess of ignorance. She says, How can you take this person away from me? So, you are always at loggerheads, by the way. Please understand this. If you ask for something from some god, the other god is always going to get angry. I told you one day one story, you know. The question was, Narada, you know Narada is a very smart person. He doesn't put anybody in the wrong, but he likes to go and lag out chamcha to everybody. So, one day it so happens that Narada has gone to meet Lakshmiji. You know Lakshmiji. He says, Narayana, Narayana, Lakshmiji, bhot achha ho gaya, aapko milne ke liye, you know, bhot, ah, come over here, chai pani, you know, brukbond ki chai and all that, everything happened. Suddenly, one other person comes over there. His name is Shanidev. Shani, you know, Shanidev. Now, Shanidev comes over there and now the big question arises, how to address him in front of Lakshmiji? So, he does namaskar and doesn't say a word. So Shani Maharaj looks at him and he says, this is not a done thing, come on. See, between the two of us, can you tell me who is the best? Shani Maharaj or Lakshmiji? So now that's a big quandary that uh, Narada has. Narada is wondering now, how do I solve this problem? So he keeps on calling out, Narayana, Narayana, please help me, Narayana, please help me. Narayana then helps him. Then he tells Lakshmiji and Shani Maharaj, can you do one thing? Can you please come over here? Okay, I am going to do a demonstration. You do one thing, no? You go walk from here to there and then come back to me. So, Shani Maharaj and Lakshmiji, they start walking away from Narada. And then he says, now turn around and come back. So, they turn around and then they come back. And then he says, you know what? When you all were going, Shani Maharaj, you literally looked, you know, so handsome. 
so good i was so happy to see you walk from here okay you look like maybe john abraham maybe or brad pitt or something like that and while coming back you know when you all were coming towards me lakshmi ji you are the epitome of beauty and nice you know aapke jaisi koi nahi and both of them feel very mighty pleased about it now think about it in our life what happens when we have lakshmi coming towards us are we not happy yes of course and when shani maharaj goes away from us all the problems when they go away from us are we not happy we are happy this is how the world is so jaate hue shani maharaj you look nice and aate hue lakshmi devi you look very nice so this is how the world is so these gods are always two ways two faced okay two faced in the sense one they can give you pleasure and the other one they can give you pain too much of money also causes pain i'm sure you know that and too much of anything also causes pain and less of something also causes pain you need to have the right quantity i mean, nobody knows what the right quantity is this much you should know oh when people say na i love you 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 bolte bolte मतलब जब भी लव नहीं था तभी कुछ भी नहीं था बेचारे लोग थे आई लव यू बोल के कितना लव है बोल भी नहीं सकते हैं बिकॉज दैट आई लव यू इज आई डोंट नो हाउ मच इट इज वर्थ दस रुपया बीस रुपया तीस रुपया चालीस रुपया पता नहीं नो बडी नोज सो देर इज नो लिमिट बट देन यू विल ओनली बी हैप्पी वेन देर इज एन एक्सट्रीम काइंड ऑफ अ लव विच इज कॉल्ड अनकंडीशनल लव एंड नो बडी हैज अनकंडीशनल लव सो लेट इज कम बैक टू दिस सो द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ गॉड्स इज बैड never go in that but the activities of saints is the best thing possible what is what does it say but the activities of great saints like you who have accepted the infallible lord as their soul result only in happiness of all beings not a single saint on this planet earth is ever going to say anything bad about you is ever going to do anything bad when the saints come they preach you nice stuff they tell you how to go towards the god the saints are basically in the form of like sai babas of this world you know sai baba ramkrishna parmahansa ramana maharishi okay and they are also gurus they teach you very beautiful knowledge so they are not there to spoil your day you should know this those who worship the demigods receive reciprocation from the demigods in a way just corresponding to the offering the demigods are attendants of karma like a person's shadow but the sadhus are actually mercy, merciful to the fallen i'll read the verse again remember this verse always in your lifetime those who worship the demigods receive reciprocation from the demigods in a way just corresponding to the offering you know that mtv wali bolti hai na itna paise mein itna ch kaam karenge you know your bai who comes to work your bai who comes to work is exactly like this demigods say jitna dega utna hum kaam karega baki hum kaam nahi karega like the employee in the office or you know you go to somebody and say na ye kaam karega ha bolega i am uska 100 rupees 100 rupees i'll take i will do only work worth 100 rupees i will not do 1 rupee extra so these gods they are only looking at the offering to kitna deta hai suppose you give 1 kg of peda you think 1 kg of peda is going to give you lifetime of happiness you are mistaken sir 1 kg of peda maybe 300 400 500 600 rupees you will get worth only that much okay one har when you go to the temple and you put one 
वन फुल फ्लावर गार्लैंड फ्लावर गार्लैंड में भी कॉस्टिंग है ट्वेंटी रुपीज थर्टी रुपीज फोर्टी रुपीज फिफ्टी रुपीज एंड दो थिंक इन टर्म्स ऑफ डॉलर समटाइम्स दे कैन बाय फोर्टी फाइव डॉलर वर्थ ऑफ डॉलर यू नो गार्लैंड्स ऑल्सो द वर्थ इन योर लाइफ इज ओनली गोइंग टू बी दैट मच फोर्टी फाइव डॉलर वर्थ और टेन डॉलर जितना तुम खर्चा करते हो उतना तुमको रिटर्न मिलता है उससे ज़्यादा नहीं उससे कम भी नहीं सो गॉड्स आर ऑलवेज गोइंग टू रिटर्न एज मच एज करस्पॉन्डिंग टू योर ऑफरिंग दिस यू शुड नो द डेमी गॉड्स आर अटेंडेंट्स ऑफ कर्मा वॉट डू दे डू द डेमी गॉड्स इवन आफ्टर ही टेक्स यू नो इवन आफ्टर ही टेक्स यू आर ब्लेस यूर वॉट एवर ऑफरिंग दैट यू गिवन ऑल दैट मालपाणी ओके He is only going to first refer to the book of karma. Oh, oh, you, you, you idiot! You have come here. He is looking at you. And imagine, now this, this is one thing which you should always remember. Now let us say you have gone to some temple of yours, some temple. I don't even want to name the temples. Okay, you have gone to the temple and you have offered that great god over there, some great naivadyam and stuff like that. I don't know what all you can offer. All sweets, these, that, flower, garland, ma, phanana, dikna, nariyals, and all that. Okay, you have offered that. Now your entire budget must have come to thousand bucks or two thousand bucks. And by the way, when you lagao that, you know, chitti, ah, uh, the ticket, ticket, I took five hundred rupees ka ticket hai, mera special entry. Okay, five hundred rupees special entry also accounted for. Two thousand five hundred rupees expe- expenses. The God is not going to give you exactly as per two thousand five hundred. First, he has to refer. What have you come to ask me for? He will refer to his books. You have come to ask me for a baby. Baby ko base pasand hai, sir. Not allowed. It's not written in the destiny book. Okay, but you want a baby, na? All right. Get my seal. He will tell his chamcha. and the seal he will put dum sanctioned maybe the nth life after that it is sanctioned by the way he will say next life you will get a baby how many babies you want you want 20 of them dum sanctioned but here he is not telling you what kind of babies you may be a chicken for all you know and you will get chicken ka babies so why go and ask these people You have sanctioned yourself something. Now think about it. You are going to have small, small chicks. You know, twenty chicks. Are you happy with it? These are the babies that you are asking for. No, I was not asking for. I was asking for a human baby. All right. You want a human baby? How many you want? Ten thousand. I will sanction you that much. ठीक है. एक बड़ा हॉस्पिटल में तुमको है ना जमादार का काम देंगे. वहाँ पे दस हजार बच्चे पैदा होते हैं. I'm sorry, I'm speaking in Hindi. But let me translate it into English for you. Jamadar, you know, some bungi, bungi, you know, somebody like that, in a big hospital, where ten thousand babies are born. Is that okay with you? He is playing upon your words. All these demigods are very smart, Alex. They play upon your words. They are only going as per the book of karma. They are not giving you anything out of their pocket. So don't you go and think, you know? Oh, I went to Sai Baba Temple and I got first rank in my class. Oh, I went to Lakshmi Temple. I got one thousand dollars. Oh, I did this and I got that. Boss, you should know one thing: no Sai Babas, no Lakshmi Devis, no Kartikeya Swami, 
nobody on this planet earth is allowed to sanction anything out of the outside the destiny book only that which is written they can only say dumb sanctioned then why are you doing like this what makes you think that these people can give you anything krishna is very clearly telling you over here please understand this is the truth this is called the gospel truth what we are reading is called the gospel truth unfortunately people think chalo chalo ye god mere ko deta hai chal udhar jate rahenge so they go to that temple 1000 times and they say god you are giving such a nice beautiful thing nonsense he is giving you as per your book of karma and he is already taken 2500 remember 2500 ka tumhara chanda leke wo kha gaya ho pura got it वो तुम्हारा ही खाएगा और तुमको बोलेगा अरे मैंने तुमको दिया ना वॉट इज गिविंग इज ओनली गिविंग एज पर द बुक ऑफ डेस्टिनी सो डोंट बी अंडर दिस रॉन्ग इंप्रेशन नो बडी इन दिस वर्ल्ड इज अलाउड टू गिव यू आउटसाइड द डेस्टिनी नो बडी एक्सेप्ट वन फादर इन हेवन और श्री कृष्णा हिमसेल्फ एक्सेप्ट वन रिमेंबर दिस एंड बोथ आर वन एंड द सेम सो लेट मी रीड दिस लाइन अगेन एंड आई थिंक यू हैव बाई नाउ अंडरस्टूड वॉट इट मीन्स ओके those who worship the demigods receive reciprocation from the demigods in a way corresponding to the offering the demigods are attendant of karma like a person shadow but sadhus are actually merciful to the fallen only when you are in trouble no you should go to the great sages what they can do is they can elevate your problem they can just solve your problem a little bit so don't be under this you know false notion that i went to this god i went to balaji over there you know tirupati me maine 12 ghante ka line me khada raha sir 12 ghante ka line me khada reh ke main kya karu how much did you give oh you bought a 1000 rupees ticket okay and what else you bought two two laddus each laddu the 100 rupees each okay so balaji is keeping account remember you know balaji is collecting money is a money collector is collecting for his marriage he had married that lady and he has to pay that lady's husband, uh, you know father ha uh, dowry and that's the only reason why he is collecting so don't go to balaji next time and tell him you know sir please give me this and please give me that he will give you one super hit film and the next film will be flop you can ask any person on planet earth by the way especially rajnikanth sir you can ask him if he does you know out of the 20 films or 30 films you will find that only about 20% of them are super hits the rest of them are flop nobody has heard about them so think about it like this even in case of sharukh khan you know you think sharukh khan oh mai chadar dalta hu you know he goes to ajmer and all those places and puts a big chadar over there you think all his films are hit or what no what happened to fan pata nahi pankha chala gaya light hi chala gaya usme ka सो so, क्योंकि एसी चालू था ना है कि नहीं बाजू में दूसरा चालू था ना इसके लिए वो नहीं चल रहा है एसी कैसे चलता है बोलते सुल्तान लोग चलाते हैं हैं सो इट्स लाइक दैट या या लॉट ऑफ फिल्म्स इन कमिंग इनटू द पिक्चर आई होप यू ऑल आर फिल्म एडिक्स यू नो सो एटलीस्ट सम लिटिल नॉलेज विल गो सो वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग in a previous birth on this earth i worship the supreme lord ananta who alone can award liberation but because i desired to have a child i did not worship him for liberation thus i was bewildered by the lord's illusory energy so now we are continuing with the story so this person has gone and invoked ananta 
Now, Ananta is the part of Sri Krishna, which is, you remember the snake, hmm? right? Balram also is the same one. My dear Lord, you are always true to your vow. Please instruct me clearly so that by your mercy, I may easily free myself from the material existence, which is full of many dangers and keeps us constantly bound in fear. What is the fear that a person has? That you will be born again and again and again and again and again. This is the fear constantly. Remember, we started at a point where everybody is afraid of death. That is the point we started, the first line. Now here he is telling you what is the fear about. The fear is about rebirth. And those who think that rebirth is, it's okay, uh, no problem, next birth I will come. Think about it. If this life of yours is full of misery, you know those who know exponential equations, the next life will be to the power of n. X to the power of n. Please understand this. Don't even think I want to come to the next life. Okay? This time if you are born in say India and you are staying in some very good place and all that, very okay, you have certain problems with your people around you, fine. The next life, think about being born somewhere in Syria. <gasps> oh my God. What would happen? Now imagine, forget about Syria. You may be born in a chicken coop, like a small chicken. Okay. What is going to happen? You are going to get skinned very soon, sir. Think, think. And you feel that next life is good enough. So every person should be afraid that they should not be getting into the next life. So the question which is asked over here is, can you please help us get over this fear? Of the next life and the next life and the next life. So, Sukhdev Goswami said, O King, Dev Rishi Narad was pleased by the question of the highly intelligent Vasudev. Because they suggested the transcendental qualities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, they they reminded Narada of Lord Krishna. Thus Narada replied to Vasudev as follows. You know who is Vasudev? Father. Krishna's father, no? (laughs) Not Vasudev is Krishna illa. There is Vasudev. So Vasudeva asked him this question and Narada is going to reply now. Narada said, O best of Satvatas, you are quite correctly asked the eternal duty of the living entity towards the Supreme Lord. Such devotional service to the Lord is so potent and its performance can purify the entire universe. So Narada is going to answer his question. How does a person overcome this fear of life and death and life and death and life and death? Okay, not to be born as a chicken, 20, you know, 20 children, remember stories? Okay, don't forget. So, how is that going to happen? So, he says, devotional service to the Lord is the only way out of all these things. Alright? So, we are going to do, pure devotional service rendered to the Supreme Lord is spiritually so potent that simply, simply by hearing about such transcendental service, by chanting His glories in response, by meditating on it respectfully and faithfully accepting it, or by praising the devotional service of other even persons who hate the demigods and other all other living beings can be immediately purified. Okay, so here we are going to talk about devotional service to the Lord. What is the devotional service to the Lord? He says first, now the various kinds of devotional services are there. First, what you are doing today. All of you all are doing something today. That is the first kind of service. Listening to the stories of the Lord. You see, when you go to watch a nice movie, 
don't you feel very mighty please oh so nice huh? i am going to watch a romantic film you like my nice. you like the good stuff isn't it or suppose you go on a holiday don't you enjoy it yes likewise sitting for the stories and listening to them yeah i know i am like uh, ramayan you know ramayan takes a very long time for the arrow to go <laughs> till two episode the arrow is still going yeah my stories are also like this i am sorry I, too many interruptions you are just waiting can you just finish the story tell us and let me get out of here but i'm sorry i have i have an agenda i have one lesson to give so i am like the ram's arrow it's just going and going and going footage khata hai bolta hai usko hindi film mein footage kha rahe hain hum okay aur footage khane ke time pe aapko bahut bura lagta hai <laughs> which means you know what does footage mean in olden times when they were making films okay you had to go to a company called kodak you know kodak khachak kodak so you go to the company called kodak and you take raw film from them raw film that is on which you are going to shoot that and that raw film was so damn expensive so very expensive that you had to have the prime minister's pull to get one raw stock one one can of raw stock in earlier times so you will find that raj kapoor's subhash guys of this world no they had direct connection with the prime minister and the information ministry and everybody and so they could get the stock people who are very common folks no they never got the stock and if there is an idiot actor who takes 35 takes you know 35 takes means what action you know films i'm sure you have seen how the action says hmm start sound you know all those things camera rolling action and then what happens this fellow beech mein hasta hai ullu ka patta the director says kya aadmi hai yaar second then you then he says cut then he says we'll do second take then the third take then the fourth and the fifth and the sixth and the seventh he is wasting that raw film wasting the raw film here the film is not available and on top of it this guy is wasting the raw film by giving horrible shots so we used to say in the industry footage kha rahe hain he is using footage the footage means the number of rolls of the film why is he wasting my money or why is he wasting so footage kha rahe to ye ye jo hum log kar rahe hain na footage khane ki baat ho rahi hai so i am doing this so please don't mind me i i work for kodak company only i can give you as much film as you want okay so let us come back to it so he says pure devotional service first is by listening to the stories second okay by this is he listening to the transcendental glories of the service to the lord second is by chanting you know people say na hari ram hari krishna ram ram you know all this kind of things people do chanting chanting is another thing okay when you chant something you can actually go into that mode how chanting is chanting is nothing but saying the same thing repetition of the same line again and again and again and again and again and again now all of you have gone to college okay now in the college there is one professor who always drones you know the coefficient of the linear is just an exposition of this this oh my god and in the class you feel so sleepy that twing your head is falling down always why 
because this man is talking in the same damn frequency. Science students will understand what is the frequency. Right? So here we have this professor who is going like a drone, you know, and you fall asleep. There is no excitement in his class. This is called saying it in the same frequency. Now imagine when you say certain things in the same frequency, what happens to you? Your eyes start closing. You know, in the train, those who have traveled long distance trains, you know, early in the morning also or late in the night also, if you are sitting in the train, then the train goes cut a cut, 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 cut a cut. Same frequency. And what is happening to you? You are slowly going. You are just doing like this. You are falling asleep. Chanting is like that. Imagine somebody is chanting continuously. I know there are certain homes in India or in certain temples. You know the chanting which goes on is so irritating to person who is hearing it. But in the temple everybody is listening to that. Everybody is listening. Even in some of the shops. They say Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om. That's a, that's, a, that's a tape in a loop, you know, like goes on and on and on. By the time you keep on listening it to it in a 20th time or 30th time, you have got so bored with it, you don't know what to do. This is called chanting. When you do the chanting, you get into that state of, you know, sleep type of thing. Actually what is happening is, your inner body is also vibrating at the same frequency. Your inner being vibrates at the same frequency. And that is the reason why the chanting is useful for a person he will get in the same groove as the chant. Actually, he is not going to go to sleep. What is going to happen is the vibrations in his body are vibrating with the vibrations of that particular divinity. Okay. Uh, There is a very beautiful book. The Motorcycle Maintenance. And then there is another book. Okay. I am sure, you know, those who have read all these books, they will be reading, Ah, Manipadai. Ah. And in that, they are talking about this Shiva dancing and the CERN laboratory, CERN. Okay? And now, nowadays, somebody went and did puja over there. You remember? In the middle of the night, in CERN. Okay. So, the dance is rhythmic dance, rhythmic. It is so enticing. The sound is operating at a particular frequency. That is what it means. Chanting has to be at that level. You become one with that. So that is one. Third, by meditating on it. I don't need to teach meditation to anybody. Everybody is a great meditator. They sleep in my satsangs. So, meditation. Listening to this kind of things, you can meditate on that. Right? By respectfully and faithfully accepting it. You have to respectfully and faithfully accept the Lord by praising the devotional service of others. Now imagine, you know, you are looking in this oh, and you, you are saying, you know, look at that idiot. He is bought, you know, he has bought one dolak. I'm sure, you know, those who have gone to some great temples, you have seen some people are coming with that. Huh? Or they bring the dolak, or they bring that chipli and tic. 
taka 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 do that huh? and you really wonder if khud ko samajhta kya hai do you think you know oh this fellow he thinks no end of himself see who he has brought all these things so that is another one where a person does this kind of service but you should never talk derogatory about this person all right so you should admire his service admire his service even persons who hate the demigods even if you hate the demigods another living beings just now i was talking about the demigods no i don't want to go to this temple you have to give you know a little bit of chanda then only you can enter the temple if you have been to big temples okay entry is different different for different different locations if you pay lot of money the entry is through another gate if you pay less money entry is through another gate if you don't pay any money it's called general entry it's like a disentry sabjan jate hai udhar sabjan udhar se ghuste pata nahi kya karenge so this kind of thing happens and that is also he says it's okay allowed today you have made me remember my lord the supremely blissful personality of god and narayana the supreme lord is so auspicious that whoever hears and chants about him becomes completely pious so narayana stories a person should listen and if you listen to the stories of narayana of course you are going to become very pious to explain the devotional service sages have related the ancient history of the conversion conversation between the great soul king videha and son of rishabha now now we are going to talk about the conversation about two great personalities in the past swayambhu manu had a son named maharaj priyavrata so swayambhu manu is the first man first man he had a son named priyavrata and among the priyavrata's son was agnidra from agnidra was born nabi whose son was known whose name was rishabdev rishabdev was the name of this great sage uh, one of the sons shri rishab dev is accepted as an expansion of the supreme lord vasudev he is one of the avatars of shri krishna he incarnated in the world to propagate those religious principles that lead living entities to ultimate liberation he had 100 sons all perfect in vedic knowledge of the 100 sons so now we have just come to the lineage manu he had so and so so and so so and so rishab dev Rishabh Dev was an expansion of the Lord Himself, Narayana Himself. Okay, now he had hundred sons. This is how the story is going. Of the hundred sons of Lord Rishabh Dev, the eldest was called Bharata, who was completely devoted to Lord Narayana. It is because of Bharata's fame that this planet is now celebrated as the Great Bharat Varsh. The name of our land is Bharata. It is not India. It is Bharat. Unfortunately, it became India after Pakistan went away, Bangladesh went away, Nepal went away, Afghanistan went away, Balochistan went away. Everything went away. That time, it remained India. It's like when people say, "Na, I am from Great Britain." What is great in Britain? Nobody knows. There is nothing great in Britain, but they still call themselves Great Britain. All right. So, Bharat Varsh. That means the big, big land was called Bharat Varsh. Today, it is only India. so what he says so the name bharat varsh came from this so one of the sons of rishabh dev called bharata nine of the remaining sons of rishabh dev became the rulers of the nine islands of bharat varsh and they exercised complete sovereignty over the planet 
81 sons became twice born brahmanas and helped initiate the vedic path for fruitive services so all these are distributed now everybody is becoming different different thing they handle some different departments the nine remaining sons of rishabdev were great fortunate sages who worked vigorously to spread the knowledge of the absolute truth they wandered about naked and were very well versed in spiritual science their names were kavi havir antariksha prabuddha piplayana avirhotra drumila chamasa and karbhajana so these are the names of these remaining nine children all right these sages wandered the earth seeing the entire universe with its gross and subtle objects as manifestation of the supreme lord and non different from the self so these are wandering sages they used to wander all over the place so the nine yogendras they were called yogendras are liberated souls who travel freely to the planets of the demigods the perfected mystics the sadhyas the heavenly musicians the yakshas the human beings minor demigods such as kinnaras and the serpents serpents no mundane force can check their free movement exactly as they wish they can travel as well as to the worlds of the sages the angels the ghostly followers of lord shiva the vidyadharas the brahmanas and the cows so these nine guys could travel anywhere just like narada my dear king seeing this pure devotees of the lord okay once in ajnaba that is the former name of earth so they were traveling on earth they came upon a sacrificial performance of the great soul maharaj nimi who has been carried out under the direction of the elevated sages so these nine sages they visited a place where king nimi there was one king called nimi he was performing a particular activity that is a sacrifice there were various other sages sitting over there my dear king seeing those pure devotees of the lord who rival the sun in brilliance everyone present the performer of sacrifices brahmanas and even the sacrificial fires stood in respect so everybody got up when this nine sages came over there king videha that is nimi understood that the nine sages were exalted devotees of the supreme personality of godhead so these are great sages therefore overjoyed at the auspicious arrival he offered them suitable sitting place and worship them in a proper way just as one would worship the supreme personality of godhead overwhelmed by transcendental joy the king humbly bowed to his head and proceeded to question the nine sages these nine great souls glowed with their own effulgence as thus appeared to the four kumaras the son of lord brahma so they were very very elevated sages so they appeared like all the four sons of brahma ji king videha said i think that you must be the direct associates of supreme personality of godhead so he says you must have directly come from krishna who is famous for as the enemy of the de- demon madhu indeed the great devotee of lord vishnu wanders throughout the universe not for his personal selfish interest but to purify conditioned souls so he is praising these sages and saying oh you must have come from krishna's domain and that just like krishna goes all over the world and he releases the souls just like that you must have also come for the conditioned souls the human body is most difficult to achieve and it can be lost at any moment but i think that even those who have achieved human life rarely gain an association of pure devotees who are dear to the lord of vaikuntha now association with the sages is very very important part of realization 
when you are in association with the sages. Sages are the ones who can grant you liberation. You should know this. And who are the sages? The sages are the highest devotee of Krishna. Krishna grants liberation through these sages. He acts through them. Alright? So, therefore, O completely sinless ones, I ask you to kindly tell me what the supreme good is. What is the supreme good? What is the best thing in the world? After all, even half a moment's association with the pure devotees within the world of birth and death is a priceless treasure to any man. So he says, so the king Nimi is telling these nine people, can you please give me some knowledge? What is it that will be granting me this grace of the supreme lord? Can you please tell me that? So now they are going to give an explanation. Please speak up about how one engages in the devotional service of the Supreme Lord. If you consider my capable of, me capable of properly hearing these topics. When a living entity offers loving service to the Supreme Lord, the Lord is immediately satisfied and in return he gives him his own self to the surrendered soul. So the Supreme Lord that is Krishna, only when you are surrendered to him and you have done devotional service to the Lord, will he grant his august presence to him. That means you will be able to reach him. So he, Nimi is saying, can you please tell me? Sri Narada said, O Vasudev, when Maharaj Nimi had thus inquired from the nine Yogendras about devotional service to the Lord, whose best of the saintly persons sincerely thanked the king of this question, for this question and spoke to him with affection in the presence of the members of the sacrificial assembly and the Brahmana priests. So now these people are going to speak. Shri Kavi said, I consider that one whose intelligence is constantly disturbed by his falsely identifying himself with the temporary material world can achieve real freedom from fear only by worshipping the lotus feet of the infallible Supreme Lord. In such devotional service, all fear ceases entirely. We started with the word fear. So, what does Kavi? Kavi is the among the nine sages. What is his explanation? When you serve the divine Lord's feet, that time the fear goes away. So, this is a person who falsely identifies himself as a material worldly person. He says, oh, I am a material worldly person. I am afraid of this. I am afraid of that. I don't know what's going to happen. I think the whole thing is going to come to an end. The whole world is crashing. You know, the fears are there, all kinds of death and this and that. All the fear will go away if you see. You can achieve real freedom from fear only by worshipping the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. This kind of devotional service is very very important. Even ignorant living entities can easily come to know the Supreme Lord if they adopt those means prescribed by the Supreme Lord himself. Krishna has himself prescribed certain things. The process recommended by the Lord is known as the Bhagavad Dharma or devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So what is the topmost in line? It is called devotion to the Lord. Don't think that all these, you know, reading fantastic books, you know, and by hearting certain things, that is the way of reaching God. No way. Just have devotion to the Lord. And the Lord has described this devotional service. O King, 
One who accepts the process of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead will never blunder on his path in this world. Even while running with closed eyes, he will never trip or fall. So doing this service to the Lord is the only way in which your fear can be removed and you can reach the Supreme Lord. Okay. In accordance with the particular nature, one has acquired in this conditioned life. Whatever one does with this body, words, mind, senses, intellect or purified consciousness, one should offer it to the Supreme, thinking this is for the pleasure of the Lord Narayana. Oh my God! This line simply translates into anything that you do in this material world, anything, whether you are eating, whether you are drinking, whether you are walking, you are talking, any kind of work that you do in this world, offer it to the Lord first. Those who are doing Bhagavad Gita with me or those who have already finished Bhagavad Gita with me, do you remember how proxy happens? When you offer something to the Lord, the Lord in turn takes it, purifies it and gives it back to you as prasad. A detailed explanation, I cannot give you over here, but let me put it this way. It is like aquaguard. There are lots of people who have aquaguards at home, you know, purify, water purifiers. Imagine water is going inside. It is getting purified and then it comes out. It is free from all the germs and all the things, no? So first are we not offering it to aquaguard and then we are drinking it? So think like that. Before you do anything, get the whole thing purified. Okay? Your God is your tester first. If you poison, poison, then God test karega. That is why, you know, if you remember one great story, Meera Bai, when she drank the poison, first she offered it to the Lord. Lord, please you drink the poison first, then let me drink it afterwards. And she did not die. That is what is called offering. The Lord removes all the problems from your world. When you offer all your services unto the Lord, the Lord will remove all the karmas associated with it, all the negativity associated with it. He absorbs it. Correct? And what He gives to you is called prasad. So this is the very very important lesson which He is giving over here. So, Everything you need to offer first to the Lord and then take what is called the prasada. Fear arises when the living entity misidentifies himself as the material body because of absorption. I think we will have to stop over here first. So let me finish this verse. Okay. Fear arises when the living entity misidentifies himself as the material body because of absorption in the eternal external illusory energy of the Lord. When the living entity thus turns away from the Supreme Lord, he also forgets his own constitutional position as a servant of the Lord. This bewildering fear, fearful condition is affected by the potency of illusion called Maya. Therefore, an intelligent person should engage unflinchingly in the unalloyed devotional service of the Lord under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master whom he should accept as the worshipable deity and as his very life and soul. I shall explain this line and I shall end over here today. Okay, what is this line talking about? 
you misidentify yourself as a human being first and foremost that is the problem that you do you look at your body and you say i am the son of so and so i am the daughter of so and so i am the wife of so and so i am the husband of so and so this is what you identify yourself as and when you work in some company you will say i am working over there as this 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 something some designation you identify you misidentify yourself then what happens this is what turns you away from the lord because you are identified as somebody's daughter or somebody's son how can you be the son of the lord then you are not the god's child only jesus could say father in heaven and what do we say bhagwan wo to kisi aur ka baap hai mera to nahi hai is not my father somebody else's father he is sir he is your father in heaven he is also your father your mother your everything so first identify yourself with the lord not with i am so and so son i am so and so's daughter no don't identify that is what he say so what happens you forget the lord then what happens the bewildering fearful condition is affected by position that illusion called maya maya tells you all these nonsense i am the mother of so and so i am the father of so and so i am the daughter of so and so oh my god you become father mother brother sister husband wife this that so many of other people these people are nothing by the way think about it they are no relation of yours but you think they are your relatives you think you owe it to them or they owe it to you you think your mother she is supposed to oh my mother is supposed to like me but she likes my elder brother okay you are an idiot if you say those words i have a husband he is in love with me sorry boss you don't understand till you are making his cup of tea and you know serving him properly is your husband the day you start going outside the day you start doing something on your own you will see no husband remains over there husband disappears and the wife husband says she is my loving wife you know mai jab bhi ghar aata hu tabhi ye karti hai wo karti hai acha मैं है ना मैके जा रहे कि आ रही हूँ तीन महीने के लिए अरे बाबा अरे बाबा तीन महीना मेरा खाना कौन बनाएगा यू नो पीपल थिंक लाइक दिस हु इज गोइंग टू कुक फॉर मी आई डोंट नो मे बी द नेबरिंग रेस्टोरेंट मे बी दिस मे बी दैट सी दिस इज वॉट हैपन्स देर इज नो बडी हु बिलोंग्स टू यू नो हजबेंड नो वाइफ नो चिल्ड्रन नो मदर नो फादर दिस इज द फर्स्ट थिंग दैट यू शूड फॉरगेट दिस material worldly kind of relationships are all bullshit and nonsense they are temporary things so don't get into it you have forgotten your relationship with krishna you have forgotten your relationship with the divine lord so you should not forget that who is making you forget maya she puts all this nonsense in between you and then then an intelligent person should engage unflinchingly in the unalloyed devotional service to the lord under the guidance of a bona fide spiritual master how do you do devotional service first ask your guru got the point ask your guru he will teach you you can't do what is called devotional service to the lord just by on your own chalo chalo let us let us go and read this book ha kisne to bhi book likha hai wo padhne ka bolta hai acha mere ko aata hai sab ha wo ronda banni ka book padhne ke baad aadmi koi rich bana hai illa hmm you know there is those great people who write great stuff read their books and you think you know you can become that illa pa nothing like that nothing is going to happen you will only make that fellow rich 
because you are buying his book no ah warren buffet you read so many books great great books of warren buffet warren buffet may get get very rich or somebody else is getting richer but you warren buffet is a great guy he made billions of dollars you are giving him that little bit of money yourself sir the only person who doesn't charge you anything gives you everything free of charge he is called the guru he is not charging you for a book or something like that right he is telling you sir this knowledge is free come come to me i will teach you so the guru is called under the guidance of the bona fide spiritual master whom you should accept a worshipable deity as his very life and soul only this master can teach you about krishna and how to reach him so we shall stop over here all right and next time we shall begin from the next line this is line number 37 we have stopped at so i shall take your leave you have a very good day take care of yourself bye